0: You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions, and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the
1: most out of your truck.
0: We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road.
1: Let's get rolling. Wow. I don't know about you, but I feel better about my show already. I'm all excited. (laughs) All
0: right. Okay. Well, we, we, we haven't done this for two weeks, so I forget what we're supposed to do. Uh, take calls. Take calls.
1: Talk about tires.
0: tires. I remember tires. that. I remember that. And I'm supposed to read this paper first because we're supposed to have a subject we're
1: going to discuss. Well, that was the thing we
0: did. All right. Well, we'll keep doing it until we run out of papers. Okay. All right. The, the paper tonight is on Road Wander or a feeling of directional instability, and it can be caused by loose components such as drag links, universal joints in the steering column, missing bolts in the suspension, and many more things. In addition, air in the steering fluid can contribute to this. Once those classic, usual suspects have been taken care of, we wind up with three normal items. First, improper toe setting. If the toe is towed out, while driving, there will be a fight between the two steering tires for directional control, resulting in a road wander. A proper, as driven toe measurement normally finds the problem. This concept was discussed in part three of this series. The second is improper or too low a caster setting. Power steered vehicles require a minimum of two degree caster for long wheel based and tandem drive vehicles, to a normal max of around six degrees a caster for a short wheel based. Single-drive vehicle. Please keep in mind that the higher the caster setting, the more rapid the steer tire wear is, and the rougher the ride is. Improper caster is usually a result of using different caster shims in the two spring stacks. This attempts to twist the caster in the axle and causes a wrap-up in the leash springs and a torsional twisting of the axle. This will increase and decrease as bumps are hit. And it causes directional instability. The third is an imbalance in tread depth between the steer tires and the drive tires. The sensitivity of the steering can be affected by having new or deep tread tires on one end of the vehicle and almost worn out tires on the other end. This is more pronounced on single drive vehicles than on tandems. It does not seem to matter which way the imbalance is set up. New tires on the front versus worn out on the rear can be just as sensitive as worn out on the front and new on the rear. This is caused by the speed of reaction for directional inputs. With a mostly worn out tire on the front, for example, there's little tread squirm and rapid directional response, while with newer, taller treaded tires on the rear, there's a lag in the response due to tread squirm. This difference in response rate causes a feeling of instability in directional control. Okay, we've read our thing. We have a bunch of people on the line. We have a couple of people who have questions or comments. And if you have a question or a comment or just want to put your two cents in, push one on your phone dial. That'll put you in the queue for us to know you have a question. Don't push it twice. You do that, you erase yourself, and you're gone.
1: Clear? We haven't set up the PayPal account for them to put the two cents in.
0: That's true. We'll trust them. Okay, we're
1: going to trust them. We're
0: going to continue with our where are you calling from game. So let's start with the first area code.
1: First area code up is 832.
0: I have no freaking clue. (laughs)
1: 832. That's that's been true since the beginning. That's true. (laughs) All right, take a guess. Uh, Tennessee. You're going to go Tennessee. I'm going to go Texas.
0: I have no idea why but we're going to do it. You're in- right. Hello there. Houston, I'm
2: right? It's the Houston area. It's the Houston area. Houston?
0: Oh, my goodness. Even a blind squirrel finds an acorn once in a while.
1: The size of Texas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what can it do for you, buddy?
1: Oh, earlier this week,
2: I was too busy watching my uh, tandems to make sure they didn't go up on a jersey barrier in a U-turn, and I bumped the hell out of the curb uh, with my right front steer. Enough to set the drive cam off. Uh, should I go get that check for alignment, or is there anything I should look for to see if I've knocked the alignment out of the truck, or what?
1: You want to answer this? What did you say? In, uh, you said it was enough to, you, you cocked the steering wheel? No, uh, set the drive cam off. So it was a pretty decent bump. Oh. Oh,
0: okay, okay. All right. The the only two things that I would be worried about. First of all, you don't see any physical damage to the tire or the rim, correct?
3: No. No bending or anything.
0: Good. Okay. Second thing that I would do is I would take a tape measure, and I would measure from the U-bolt on the steering axle forward to the front pin on the leash spring. Okay? Okay and compare the measurement on the right side and the left side to see if the steer axle is still square to the front of the truck. Right.
1: only indication of that should be that the steering wheel is still straight.
0: Yeah, if the steering wheel didn't change, the odds are this didn't change either. Right. Okay? And the fact that the steering wheel didn't change position also means the toe is probably okay, but I would take some duct tape and a tape measure, and I'd measure the toe just for grins just to make sure I'm okay. Okay. And do you know how to do that?
2: Well... Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll, did y'all post it on Facebook?
0: Okay. All right. And we can describe it to you. It's very simple. You can do it in a parking lot. Just need a helper to hold one end of the tape measure, and you can measure the toe. Now, if the toe's right and the setback on the axle's right, the steering wheel's still straight, and there's no visible damage to the tire and the rim, forget about it.
1: Right. Yeah, actually, I'm relatively sure the, the, the biggest possible problem is going to be damage to the tire that already occurred.
0: Yeah, and if you don't see that, I'm not going to worry about it, right?
1: Okay, all right. Just so, you know, with, with cars, they're so fickle when you
2: do stuff like that. I didn't know how. You know, I didn't want my company coming bitching at me.
0: Yeah, the the cars are very sensitive. Uh, trucks are pretty tough, right? Trucks.
1: It, it takes a lot to knock a truck. If if every little curve, every little bump knocked a, a truck out of alignment, we couldn't get those two hundred thousand miles that we're seeing on these tier types, right? If, a, yeah, yeah,
0: until you bend it, break it, or wear it out, things are usually pretty good. And the first clue that you knock your steering axle out of place is your steering
1: wheel changes position.
2: Okay. All right. Sounds great. Thanks a lot, guys. Good day.
0: Well, that was an easy one. It was. Did you put Texas in there? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I want to yes, remember thirty two. 832. 832. You'll
1: remember that.
0: Texas. Sure will. Five minutes from now. What was that number?
1: <laughs> okay. Well, here's an easy one for you. 319.
0: Oh, I got that one. Right. West Texas. <laughs> <laughs> How about Eastern Iowa? East Iowa. Okay. Probably. All right. Well, let's try that.
2: Oh, uh, Eastern Iowa is just right. I'm from Waterloo.
0: Well, that's pretty good. And how's things it's in Waterloo?
2: Don't know. No, I'm in Minnesota. You know, idiots out wanted it around. I had to get out and do something.
0: I'm headed to South Dakota tomorrow.
2: Uh, well, I'll be there next week, actually. Yeah. All right. <laughs> What's up? Well, i having some alignment issues. I've had the truck in line three times in a year, and I'm basically to the point of just driving by these places and just throwing my wallet out the window for all the results it gets me.
0: I'll put a um, of my barrel. I'll put a barrel out beside the road. You can just drop your wallet in on the way by.
2: It'd probably be just <laughs> about as good. Um, supposedly, my front end problem is supposed to be solved. I keep getting outside tire wear on my right front steer. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, uh, I'm trying to. I'm going to uh, basically finishing out a set of steer tires now because I just had it. Three-axle alignment done again 18,000 miles ago, and I figured, okay, well, this tire's already tore up. I may as well finish it out and then put another set on. Um, But what's got me kind of mad about the whole deal is my right front inside drive tire is getting wear right on the inside edge. And okay, I just had this three-axle alignment done. I bought four new drive tires move the Mm -hmm. rears to the front, put my new ones on the rear. Mm -hmm. Same tire, same position, same problem after 18,000 miles.
0: Okay, let's, let's discuss things in order, first of all. Let's talk about your steer tires. If the alignment is correct, you should be able to slide your hand back and forth across that steer tire and find no feathered wear. If it's sharp one way and smooth the other way, the alignment's wrong. Okay? Even if the okay. pattern, had already, pattern had already started and he aligned the truck, the cupping would continue, but in 18,000 miles, the feathering would have disappeared.
2: Okay? Okay, I'll have to check that. I can't do it now with the tire spinning this fast. Oh, you can. Just run real <laughs> fast alongside
0: the truck. You'll be good. Okay, so oh, that's okay. the first thing. The second thing is that inside edge wear on your drive tire is not from alignment. It's either a loose wheel okay. bearing or axle flex, and the odds are it's a loose wheel bearing. Now, what make and model of truck do you have?
2: I have a 2007
0: Mac. Mac Vision, okay. <clears throat> Macs didn't come out with preset non-adjustable drive axle bearings. So I got a 95% chance your wheel bearing's loose. Yep. Okay? There okay. are a couple of that can accompany a loose wheel bearing. One is the cupping that you see on the inside of the tire. The second could be an intermittent ABS brake light. And the third could be a vibration that when you're holding a steady speed on the road will come up through your seat and feet and shake and then stop and then shake and then stop while you're driving down the road. Between 40 and 55? It doesn't matter what speed you're at
2: well, it's every time right now when I go. Once I hit forty, it starts shaking and stops at fifty-five.
0: Steering wheel or in your seat and feet? Seat and feet. Okay, very good. Possibility wheel bearings are loose. Need to have okay. that checked. Okay. Now the problem is okay. most check it wrong and tell you it's okay. We have a list of mechanics that know what they're doing, and there's also a video on our website that you go to, and you could look at the one on wheel bearings, and it could show you how to check the bearings
1: yourself. Why people are doing it wrong, what it means to lot it right.
2: It seems like a lot of mechanics just go walk up, shake the tire, and go, yep, they're there.
0: Yeah, and on a dual wheel, he ain't got enough beef to just grab that tire and shake it. you got to have a pry oh. bar. You have to have a fulcrum, and you have to do it the right way. The other side of the axle has to be sitting on the ground at one side of the air. If you don't do that, you'll never find it. Right,
2: right. Now, what do you think about uh, changing? To, uh, I've heard about these Pro Torque uh, wheel nuts, where you just you know they're they're not the three piece; they're just the one piece wheel nut that you torque, uh, whatever the specs are. Back it off, do it again a couple times, and it's just got a lock ring that goes in there.
0: I like a single nut versus a double nut. I like the pro torque nut better than a lot of other single nuts. Now, having said that, unless you follow the correct procedure, and most people will follow the wrong one, I don't care what nut you use, you're still going to have it wrong.
1: Follow the right procedure, and
2: a good nut will help you even more. Yes, yes. Right, because you do the three different torque settings, back them off, and then set it where it's supposed to before you lock it down. I know that. And most... The will
0: preload the the bearing, tighten it to 200 or something, back it off. They can tighten it again if they want to. I really don't care. The first one is the only one that I care about. And then the last thing they need to do is set it at a certain torque. But most people will go to that torque and then back it off a quarter turn and say, well, it's correct and it's wrong. You want to go to a torque and don't back it off.
2: Oh, yeah, I want to look some of this stuff up. I just, uh, just about want to do it myself because I'm tired of paying people to do a job that just isn't. Doing it. I mean, if, uh in my mind, if you do a three wheel alignment, wouldn't be checking the bearings be part of the problem? Yep. If you don't
0: know the bearings are tight, how can you set the alignment? But the vast exactly. majority of alignment technicians don't want to worry about that stuff. They just want to do an alignment and get paid.
2: Well, they haven't done the alignment if they haven't checked the bearings. Well, if they
1: got the money, they did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. no now
1: shit. it is it is true that with the rear bearings they can be loose and you can still align the vehicle. That's true. So I mean, the steer bearing is one one thing. Without, if you don't tighten the steer bearing properly, you cannot set the toe properly. You cannot hold the alignment. The rear bearings, you should know. You, I mean, it, just because you're uh, only an alignment tech, not necessarily a mechanic, doesn't mean that you can get away with with not advising the customer that this is the cause of the tire work is like you just demonstrated if you assume alignment is the cause or is the solution for all tire issues, yeah that's uh, the reason we right. got
0: into bearing adjustments and all the other stuff because people kept coming back and complaining well you aligned our truck and now our tires are cupping on the drive axle but wait a minute that's not alignment so heel
1: toe wear on the drive. Yeah, floor. so we have to you learn know, how to fix. it, Knowing what the answer is and how to solve it is very important in this line of test. Right now, you can go right, on our that's website. That's
2: the thing about a show like this because you know you help educate the drivers. To, okay, we think one thing, but okay, it might be another. So, it you know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of drive out, drivers out there kind of like myself that thought, okay, if it's a tire problem, it's an alignment problem.
0: And 50% of the tire wear issues we see are not alignment. Right. Improper inflation's a big one right now. Steer axle tires, everybody's running them under inflated. Uh, <laughs> Loose wheel bearings, mismatched casings in dual wheels. There's all kinds of things that cause tire wear that have nothing to do with alignment. Right.
2: Now, I run now all we've 10 got- tires at 105. Is that kind of the wrong thing to do? or?
0: Well, what size tire are you running?
2: Uh, I'm running a 22.5 Low Pros.
0: 2.5 Low Pro Load Range G tire, uh, which is a 14 ply tire, will say on the sidewall that as a single tire, it can carry 6,175 pounds of load if you put yep. in 105 pounds of pressure. Okay? So, right. 105. That's what I
2: was going off of.
0: Right. Now, the 105 then is the minimum pressure that tire requires to carry that much load. Does that make sense?
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Now let's look at your drive tires. You're only carrying 17,000 pounds on an axle, aren't you? Yes. That means each one of those. (laughs)
2: If
0: you're only carrying seventeen thousand pounds, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Each axle.
0: Well, there's four tires on that axle. You divide four into 17,000. Each one of those tires is only carrying 4,250 pounds of load. And if you look at a load in inflation chart for that tire, that tire in a drive position with 4,000 pounds of weight only requires 70 pounds of pressure back there. The steer tire requires a minimum of 105 pounds because it's carrying over 6,000 pounds of load.
1: Now, these figures, are these figures... Uh, uh, meant by the DOT or the manufacturer to imply that that's the correct pressure to get the best tire wear. No, just it's, the it it's
0: the minimum pressure.
1: Carry the load. load. Now, it really doesn't answer the question of
0: what. Well, I'm getting the there. Tire. I'm getting there. I got. I got to build my case. Okay. Okay. Now, would you run 70 pounds of pressure in your rear tires?
2: Mm, no, probably not. I don't no. know. see any don't wear. But right. No, There's no don't way don't to wear right.
0: Everybody knows you need about a hundred pounds back there to get decent tire work. Okay, so you would normally over inflate your drive tires by thirty pounds each, wouldn't you? Yep. He's afraid to put any extra air in the steer tires, aren't they? Right? Nope. Right. Your truck your truck has been scaled, sitting still on the scale, and I say, Yeah, I got twelve thousand pounds on your steer axle sitting still. Now, you're driving down the road at 60 miles an hour, 65, 70 miles an hour, and you step on the brakes. How much waste on the steer axle now?
2: Oh, I'd say it probably goes up to a good 20,000 at that point. It
0: doesn't get to 20, but I guarantee it goes to 14 or so, okay?
2: Oh, okay. So you're... Uh, Oh, Gary, liquid too, so...
0: (laughs) Okay, so the steer axle is significantly underinflated when you step on the brakes, aren't they?
2: When you go Every by time. that uh, particular case, I'd have to say yes.
0: That's why we find if I can get you to run one fifteen ten pounds over what the sidewall says on the steer, I get better steer tire life. Now if you want to run one hundred five or one hundred in the rear, that's fine. I know from experience that runs real good in the rear. But the front end needs a little
1: more inflation. Because you've got you're above got one hundred five on the rear. You're above the minimum inflation. And you know you're getting good tireless. Right. So on the front, at one oh five, you may be at the minimum for inflation, but is it isn't necessarily doing the best for tireless? Right. You can get a little better if you run a little more air in year. theory.
0: Right.
2: Okay. I'm gonna give that a try. Definitely Still. gonna try that. All right, thanks so you much, you guys. For- All, right, All right, you have a good day. Thank you.
0: Okay. We got we got off track there a little, didn't we? But I had a good time. A
1: little bit. A little bit.
0: But I don't care. That's
1: I'm okay. A, we only have actually one more column. Oh come We're on! Somebody else.
0: Uh, if somebody else doesn't ask a question or make a comment, I'm going to start telling jokes and and singing.
1: Yes, don't sing. Jokes e- are okay.
0: But I enjoy it. What theory code?
1: 209.
0: Two oh nine. 209.
1: The two one nine.
0: Okay. I think. Okay. I'm going to bet it's Northern Jamaica.
1: I'll go with
0: uh, Ohio. Ohio, okay, all right. Northern Jamaica.
2: Hello there, 209.
1: Uh, uh, you're pretty close, Matt. I'm in Kingston, Jamaica.
2: Kingston, <laughs> <laughs> Jamaica, all right. Southern Jamaica. <laughs> that, that was a good guess, yes. I am driving a reefer right now, and it is good. It is very good. Very good, all right. <laughs> uh, anyway, I know. It's one of those days, it's Sunday. Hey, um... I guess I'm going to steer off the subject and I'd like the conversation you just had with the last fellow about tires, I just bought, huh? just bought my first truck about two weeks ago. And, um, I'm going to go to super singles on my drives. And, um, I wanted to find out the good and the bad about them. I mean, the good I've heard is uh, I'm going to get better mileage, but I've also heard some conflict about how much, uh, Air pressure to run in them. That uh, some guys say run between 125 and 130. Uh, some guys say don't run more than 110 to 115. Mm-hmm. And what would you suggest? Well,
0: it depends on the brand and the model of the tire. There is so much right. difference in the things are built. Right that I can't give you a generic inflation that's always correct. The one thing All I right. can tell you. Is that we find more air is better than less air. Okay? Yeah. So, do you know, do you know what kind of super singles you're going to go to?
2: I'm going to go up to the Michelin's. I believe, okay. it's,
0: I believe it's the. Uh, yeah, all right. The guys that I see that are getting the best wear consistently out of Michelin's are running 125 in them. Okay? All right. Okay. Yeah. That takes care of inflation. Now, you wanted to know the good, the bad, and the ugly about super singles, so I'm going to give them to you. All right? Yeah. The second thing you have to worry about on super singles is making sure you get the correct rims. There's two different right. styles of rims that they sell one is a zero offset rim, and one is a two inch offset rim. You right. do not want two inch offset rims. Two inch offset, right. You want zeros, okay? If you get the 2-inch offset rims, it moves the tires out 2 inches and the axle flexes, and you wind up cupping the inside edge of the tire, and you overwork the outer wheel bearing. Okay? All right. All right. Second, third thing about super singles is you need to make sure your bearings stay properly adjusted because if that wheel back there wiggles, that tire will just cup to hell, and you won't be very happy with the tire life, and you'll get vibrations. All right? All right. Yeah. Fourth fourth thing about super singles is they're speed sensitive. Yep. If you insist on driving 65 to 70 miles an hour, you're going to lose both shoulders off of those tires. You need to keep the speed down 63, 62, 60 miles an hour, and the tire will wear very nice.
1: And if you're interested in fuel savings, then that's the smart thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Speed also. Oh, yeah. Fuel no. Economy.
2: Yeah, no, I I only drive fifty seven to sixty. I'm on, I'm on the okay. I five corridor out west. I so I'm, I'm a I'm one of those slow driving guys. So what you're saying is, is, make sure I get the I get the zero offset rims, and also make I should have the wheel bearings checked out before I do the transformation. And that makes yes. that makes and sense.
0: And make okay. sure that the now, guy who's adjusting the bearings knows how to do them properly, because most of them will do it wrong.
1: All right. Go yeah, Go to. One how, of do
2: one I, how do I? How do I? What do I ask somebody to know if they know what they're doing on the bearings? Is there like a trick question mm-hmm. or anything?
0: What I would suggest is you do go to our website, and on our website there's a video library, and there's a video on bearings and bearing adjustments. You should uh, take fifteen okay. or twenty minutes and watch that video, and then when you go talk to somebody, you'll know what to ask it. Yep.
2: Okay. Good. All right, that's good. And my my last question on that, Ben, is in the winter, should I run chains or cables on those tires?
0: If the weather's that bad, park that son of a bitch.
1: Okay. Some mountains require it,
2: though.
0: (laughs) Uh, I, I don't know whether chains or cables, I don't know. Either one is better than the other because certain tread designs, Take to the brake to the cable or the chains better than other tread designs. Okay. All right. Now, yeah. I didn't think they required chains in Jamaica. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, we get a little
1: bit of snow. That's how our sled team, uh, our bob sled team, practices. <laughs> That's right. I forgot all about them.
0: Awesome. <laughs> so you're running you're running the I five corridor from where to where?
2: Uh, From uh, northern Washington down through California.
0: Oh, okay. Now, you're in the Spokane area, is that right?
2: Uh, Spokane, Seattle, and then down uh, the other snow is Grapevine down in southern California.
0: Uh, It's 209, is that in Washington?
2: No, 209 is actually in central California. Central
0: Cal. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, so you're running five up through... uh, through Sacramento and and down there by Bakersfield and up over the Grapevine and into the L.A. area.
2: In L.A. and then up north through Oregon and into Washington, yes.
0: Right. When you get up north is where you may have to throw chains on to get over the hills. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, It happens sometimes.
0: I have not had a lot of experience with chains and cables on wide-base tires. I'd be tempted to put an inquiry out like that on my Facebook page and ask some of the guys on our trucking groups what their experiences with the with that.
2: Yeah. No, nope, that sounds good. But that's um oh, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, last thing. Uh, when I changed these uh, tires up, um I was thinking about changing my shocks as well. Is there any particular shop that works well with the uh, with the uh, Super Singles?
0: A new one as opposed to yeah. an old one? <laughs> a yes. gas pressurized, as opposed to a hydraulic. All right. In my experience over the years, I like a gas pressurized better than a hydraulic. New gas. Yeah. Now okay. there's a, there's this this Road King shock out that everybody talks about. I have never been yeah. able to test it. Uh, I hear I hear different stories about it, but uh, basically, I want a shock. I want a good shock. I want it to work.
1: That's all. <laughs> There's only what two major manufacturers
0: other than the King. Yeah, the king. yeah. The, there's Monroe and then there's uh, uh, Meritor, Arvin Meritor. Those are the two oh, shock makers.
2: Yeah. Okay, that's good. Well, I'll just do a lot of homework on them. All right, that's good. Well, the information's been very helpful. I appreciate your time.
0: You enjoy the day.
2: All right. All
1: right. Bye bye. Okay. Cool. Got uh <laughs>
0: Central California. 209. 209. Yeah. Northern 209. Jamaica. Ah. Okay. All right. We got a couple more questions there. Which ones we got? Uh,
1: and we've been at this for about a half hour or so. We're having fun. We got through three calls. I don't care about anybody
0: else. Uh this one's five four one area go Five forty one? Five forty one. Where are you? I'm gonna go Kentucky. Texas Texas, just because it's big. Okay, all right. (laughs) Hello
2: there.
1: Hey, guys. How's it
2: going? You're both
0: wrong. It's uh,
2: Southern Oregon. Well, there we go. I was
0: going for Oregon. I just missed it.
3: (laughs) What's up? Not a whole lot. Uh, First time listener, you guys crack me up. I've been dying while I was on hold, but just laugh the show. I-, I love the atmosphere. Um, I had a question. You guys probably have covered it a couple times, but like I said, I'm new. Um, I ha- I'm looking to have an MD alignment done at one of the shops on I five there in Oregon, like so I could do it on my way home. But with it not being your guys' uh, official shop, how do I know that they're doing the MD alignment method of an al- just you know a regular alignment? If
0: they're on our list on our website, that means we're in contact with them and we've talked to them, and we're fairly comfortable that they're doing things right. Okay? Okay. Okay. That, that's the second thing that you could do when you call them up and say, hey, I, I'm interested to get an appointment for this, this uh, MD alignment, ProTrack laser alignment system. Uh, yeah. Uh, are you guys doing a lot of them? Well, we do one alignment a month. Well, I don't think I'd go in. If Got they you. do three or four okay. a week, okay, or or like I talked to the Peterville dealer in Norfolk, Nebraska, he says, we use it once or twice every day. Okay, these guys are doing some work. Those so, are the guys I want.
1: Yeah. The more just, it's okay, just like that's dolly. good to know.
0: It's just like sex. Practice, practice, practice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The more you do it, the better you get, right?
2: That's
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I caught a couple callers ago. I also have super singles that, that I got on my truck when I bought it. Um, Hey, but the zero offset wheels, my drives are two inch offsets. So I have to switch those out, uh, just to keep from having the axle flex. Um, but as, as far, you can, as as you can
2: do
0: spend the money
3: you want to do right, something else.
0: Uh, sure. Something other than replacing them. Turn the rims around so that the offset is in toward the frame instead of sticking out. You'll have to change your valve stem and turn it so it goes out the little hand hole instead of rubbing up against the brake drum. Okay? Huh. I never thought about that. Many guys have done this, and it works just fine. Tires wear great. Truck handle's great. You're not overloading the outer bearing. Everything's cool. So
1: instead of like a two-inch offset, it's like a half inch in,
0: Just a one inch inset because the thickness of the center part of the rim that the lug nuts and bolts are in is one inch thick. So when you turn around you get would a there... one inch in instead of a two inch out. Uh, is there
3: oh I'm trying to do the math in my head on that would there be any way to get like a spacer to put in between it to offset that back, you know, back into a zero or no?
0: Uh, I don't think it's worth the expense of trying to manufacture something to go in there because nobody makes one like that. What you'd have to do is you'd have to take a damaged rim that's got the the rim bent and cut yeah. that center piece out as a spacer and put it in there, so you wind up with a zero.
3: But then you have to have studs that are two inches long.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh the studs on my truck are are for duels. I had duels on it, but I went. I picked it out at the dealership, and I talked to him to switch them out for singles. So it's okay. got the long ass, uh, you know, got the long studs in there. So I, I've got plenty of you know stud to deal with. If you could no, find no four
0: damaged aluminum rims and figure out some way to cut those things out and and use them as spacers, that'd be fine. Yeah. Okay,
1: but the but what are you really achieving at that
0: point? Yeah, we haven't seen where that's been necessary. Everybody that I've talked to has
3: okay. flipped their rims,
1: with it. It just doesn't matter. Right. You're not losing. You're not losing any footprint.
3: Yeah. Now, um, as far you know, once to get the, the alignment done on it, uh, what do you guys think about those true balance uh, centering pins? You know, to center love em. everything up. Love them. Love them. Yeah. Love them. And em. I will pick up a set of those.
0: And then whatever you're doing for balance, make sure that you guys keep everything balanced so they run true.
3: I have the, uh, um, I actually have them in the truck. I haven't had them installed yet, but the counteract beads, I had them on the last truck I owned, and I love the counteract beads. Excellent.
0: Excellent. No problems at all, then. You'd be good. You got the true balance to center the wheels up. You flip the rims around. You get an alignment. You balance them. You're good to go.
3: Jackpot. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Keep it up.
0: Come on, buddy. You have a good day. Okay. We got to push a button. Did you mark that down? Where was he from? Oregon. Oregon. That's right. Oregon. Southern Jamaica. He's a duck. <laughs>
1: Quack, 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 quack.
0: Okay, what do we got here? next
1: one is the
0: 620. 620. 620. What are you doing? Did you lose them? 209 didn't stick, huh? Okay. It still did. Because you didn't hit the save button. We got to hit the save button. There it is. See? All right. I know how to run these computers. 620. What do you think? Oh. Miami.
1: Uh, I'll go with Illinois
0: you're going to go with Illinois I'm going to go with Miami I want a southern state
1: Okay.
0: hello 620 hello where you at western Kansas well there you go it's like on the ocean it kind of rolls like the ocean that's that's okay
2: we got water in our river for the first time in 10 years so
1: it's not an ocean. It's
2: not an ocean, but it's wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up? Hey, I had a shop here locally set my alignment, and they set they set it all at zero in the back. Yeah, and the front hand right was, pull. They pulled out an eighth inch. Yeah, and it took the front steer tires off for about forty that It'll do that. Outside on one, and the inside on the other. So I yep, yep, recently, yep. Took, recently I took it up to Oakley, and they have your system. And he said he had to add a half inch on the right rear, and a half inch on the left front. Okay. Yeah. And then set the toe at one thirty seconds.
1: and yeah. Is that sound
2: right on the twenty fourteen by seventy nine feet?
0: Did he did he add a half inch worth of shims or did he aim it off a half inch?
2: Well, according to the diagram, the rear the right rear is aimed off to the to the right half inch. Perfect. Half ahead. ahead. Mm-hmm. The left rear is the same way the other way to the left half inch.
0: That's correct. It's he's reading. He he's showing you what the, the laser got.
2: Three to
1: yeah. five second drift in it. Yep. And If it yep. doesn't take it back to him and make sure. It doesn't. Yeah.
0: Now that those numbers sound correct, measuring off of our lasers, he's not. He didn't put a half inch where the shims in. Yeah, he used a small one. shim. Yeah, it's okay. Those right. numbers are good. And how's it driving now?
1: That's going to be your first question. Well, right. you let go to the wheel; it goes
2: straight down the, the road. I haven't had enough like miles on it to see if I'm going to do any feathering, but how many miles you got on But they ought to be doing more. The kid seems like
0: he knows what he's doing. But cool. Now, how, how many miles have you got on it since it was aligned?
2: Oh, just maybe two thousand miles.
0: Two thousand miles is enough to feel feathering if it's going to show up.
2: I can't feel no feathering in the front tires, and they're brand new. so... Sounds
0: like he got a good deal then. I
2: think it's, yeah. If it, and, yeah uh, the boss information time, my boy a couple of sets of front tires, I put new shocks, checked everything, and he checked all the bearings before he started aligning it. But, you know, a lot of guys I hear on serious radio, guys telling them, well, just get your tape measure and your string out huh, and measure back and set it at zero. You know, zero don't get yeah. it.
0: Right. You don't drive on flat roads. You drive on a crowned road, and you have to set those drive axles to handle the crown.
1: Correct. Right. The, the fact that it drives straight is your first indication that your, your tire wear is going to match
0: that. And then the second proof is you're not getting any feathered wear. That's what you're looking for. Yep.
2: The, okay, only, buddy. the only way that showed up on the drives was my front, left, inside drive, about the second tread in, and had a couple bumps on it on 710 Bridgestone. He said you had to so come make, out of that.
0: What make and model of a, tr- a truck is this? 2014, 2014. 579 Peterbilt. Okay, it should have preset non-adjustable bearings, which yeah. means all you're getting is a little flex. How heavy of loads are you running?
2: I run heavy most of the time. I'm right at 79,000.
0: Okay. Okay, what's happening is when you hit bumps in the road that weight is shoving down on that front drive axle and flexing it in on the top and out on the bottom just a little bit, and it'll cause that little bit of cupping. Now, it shows up on the front axle more than the rear because the rear drive axle wears 25% faster than the front drive axle, so it doesn't show the patterns as much. All right. So what I, what I would suggest, how many miles are on those tires now? On
2: the, the drive's got about 40,000 on them.
0: Okay, run them at another 20,000 miles. Get up to about 60, and then X, rotate your drive tires. That's
2: what I was going to
0: do. And that, that tire that's cupping, once it goes on the right rear, it'll erase that and clean it back up again.
2: Okay. okay. All right. And that means, says, I rub about 6 psi on my rear tire this time. So.
0: Okay, uh, so, so now you're running what, 125 PSI up there?
2: Well, we put them
0: at 120. That's what they recommended up there at Oakley, but he well, said at you least 120. So. Correct. Now, you got a 12,000 pound front axle or a, or a, a 13.2? 13.2. Okay. So you're going to be running 6,600 6, pounds on each one of those tires. 120 is the minimum pressure. That's what it says okay. on the sidewall. I personally right. would run 120. One thirty up there.
2: Okay. Nice. Okay. Oakley can, Tire. What's the Good. I run one hundred and five in the drives. But.
0: Plenty of pressure in the drives. They're not carrying as much weight on each tire. Yeah. What? What okay.
1: it was on Oakley Tire in? What was that? It was Oakley Tire in Great Western Tire in Oakley,
2: Kansas. Oh, perfect. That's perfect.
0: All, right. All right. Perfect. We'll, we'll mark that down that they're good boys.
2: Yeah. yeah they just, they that just put work. in a, a two new bays on their, on their DLR. got a brand new pro track alignment. And the kid seems like he really, he does good. He, he talks to people and, and he's, he's involved. He, he does a good job. That's excellent.
0: I appreciate that information. All right.
2: Better in a lot of places I've been. That's for sure.
0: Will you have all yourself right. a good day, son?
2: Bye. All right, second. Okay,
0: Kansas. Western Kansas. we got to push that other button. There we go. And he's gone. Okay, all right.
1: All right, what do we got now? About 13 minutes and we got the dollars. This one's two
0: oh three. Two oh three. Hmm. I'm I'm drawing a complete blank. I'm going to go Idaho. Oh,
1: I'm going to go with uh,
0: Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay.
4: All right. Hello, Idaho.
1: Oklahoma.
4: Mike, you're correct. I'm very, very far east Idaho, also known as Connecticut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're my kind of guy. I love it. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Mike's always right. <laughs> no, right. He, exactly.
4: Mike has never been wrong ever. <laughs> uh, I, got a, I got a complaint and a question. My okay. first complaint is I've been using for about two years uh, somebody that does the MD alignment. Uh, he's out of Kansas City. And both me and my tire guys are really pissed off at them because I'm not wearing tires out anymore. That Chad, <laughs> he does some fan alignments and he doesn't, and and my tires don't wear out anymore. I'm really upset
1: about it.
2: So they, dry and my tire run. guys hate
4: them.
1: Yeah. 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 They, 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 they just, end up dry running your tires after <laughs> driving them for two years. I just
0: you, you wear them to- out straight. You need to spend some money so you have a tax deduction. So what you do is you just send it to us and we'll send your receipt. Okay?
3: Okay. Okay. All right.
0: No problem. All right. <laughs>
1: send the money to us. Not that money. Yeah,
0: I want the money. I want the money. Okay.
4: <laughs> what else? All right. With that said and done, um, I have a, uh, a tire gauge that I'm feeling pretty confident that it is not accurate. And I know that you can get them calibrated. Do you, calibrated. you know of a place that I can go out on the road where I can stop and get
0: my gauge calibrated? Well, first of all, most gauges cannot be calibrated. Okay? You can check the gauge to see how far off it is. And then mark okay. and then mark a tag that says plus 5 pounds or plus 10 pounds or so whatever. Right. But you okay. can't physically. Some
4: of them you can't. The gauge I have actually has
0: an adjustment on it. Ah, perfect. That's nice. Okay. So you unscrew the two halves, and you got an adjustment screw, and you put it back together, and you check it again to make sure it's right. Okay? Correct. Now, most of the major tire chain stores, a TCI store, a Goodyear Wingfoot commercial truck tire store, a GCR store, will have a tire pressure test station mounted on the wall in the shop, and the guys are supposed to check their tire gauges once or twice a month okay 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 so look look up in the phone book find one of those stores that's on your route give them a call make sure they got the gauge then just drive in there walk in on the in the shop check your gauge adjust it and you're done
4: that's easy enough and being that i'm not using mine commercially i'm just you know checking mine and and quite honestly i have a a tire pressure monitoring system but i still Double check about once a month to make sure maybe something didn't get wacky in the in the tire pressure monitoring system, so how often should I be adjusting my gauge?
0: Well, if you're not beating against the side of the truck while you're standing and talking to somebody, and if you're not throwing no. them on the ground, boss, the odds are that gauge only needs to be checked once or twice a year okay, okay, guys that are you used- easy enough day all the time. They need to check them more often. Yep. Excellent. Okay. Thank you so much, gentlemen, and I really appreciate the show. Not a problem. Enjoy your life in Idaho. (laughs) I will. Bridgeport, Idaho.
2: (laughs) Bye. Bridgeport, Idaho. (laughs) Thanks for the warped sense of humor, guys. You're welcome.
1: Thanks
2: for calling. Bye okay,
1: yeah well, yeah he, Chad has a way of pissing off tire dealers that's yes, I've heard of that for
0: years, yes. they're not selling enough tires. that's just too darn bad
1: they've had they've had i recall Chad had a a tire dealer go into one of his customers' plates and go through and survey the plate and come in and accuse the service manager of lying that he was because he had to be buying these tires from somebody else because <laughs> they were all lasting too long they lasting so way too long tires don't last. We had a call from a guy in um,
0: just outside of Providence, Rhode Island. Yes, he has a small fleet. He's been using our system now for a year and a half, and he tells us that he used to get between forty and sixty thousand miles on his steer tires.
1: These are actually this figure, forty to sixty thousand miles, came from him. That's that's a story that we've heard for lots of time, two decades, right. He's using our
0: system. He's been using a year and a half. He's got one truck now that's up over 145000 on the same set of steer tires. And he says this year, from January until August, he spent $43,000 less on tires than he did the year before. So it can work. And the tire guys get pissed because they're losing all their business. Aren't they? Too bad. We got one more caller over there. Who is it? It's
1: 765. 765. Any guesses? Uh, Well, I'm going to go south this time, too. I'll go with. uh,
0: I'll say for it. I'm going to go Indiana. Indiana. Probably wrong, but that's okay. Hello, Indianapolis.
2: Southeastern Indiana. Hello, here.
1: Southeastern. Yes.
0: I actually got a state right.
1: Well, you you got the Southeast. Southeast Southeastern Indiana. Well, there we go.
2: Hello there. I um I have a question about you know how you're talking about bending around the two inch offset super singles. Yes, sir. Bow well, drives well, how will that work out on a trailer with um central airlines? Works just fine.
0: See that done both places. All you gotta do is you have to take the valve core, you're gonna have to dismount the tire and turn the valve core so that instead of sticking straight up, it comes out through the little hand hole, and then you hit, hook the central thing up to it out there, and it works just fine.
2: You should just put, a, like, a longer valve stem in it as long as to go all the way through the hole.
0: Yeah, with a 90-degree bend and a long and a long stem on it.
2: The, the, one that's, the ones that are on it, they wouldn't come all the way through the hole. So as long as it comes yeah, through yeah. the hole, it'll be good. How does that affect um, so have- um, um, handling stability? All the reports we all the
0: reports we've gotten back so far from people that did it said that by reducing the flex in the axles, the vehicles were actually more stable with the narrower stance than they were with the wider stance.
2: And had to do that with a i got a ninety six inch wide trailer, so that shouldn't be any big deal with not being one or two going even narrow
1: no. we yeah well now Mike, what. Uh, what is it about a 102 inch wide axle versus 96? What is it? Why do they?
0: Well, you you can allow to carry a 102 wide trailer now, so they're making 102 inch wide axles to match up. So with duels, that the tires are at the edge of the trailer. But when you go to super singles, they're not at the edge of the trailer anyway anymore.
1: Right, but what, I mean, so the only difference between the two kinds of axles is the number. There is no performance difference. No weight difference. No, no. Nothing.
0: They're all the same. It's just a wider axle and a narrower axle. Okay. Okay.
2: I was just curious because with um, the, sh- the shop that I'm leased onto, they were um, talking about you know concerned about narrowing that up because of the we're generally you know hauling um, fifty to fifty four thousand pounds on the deck.
0: Well, the, well, the their
1: springs are still in the same place.
0: Yeah, the springs are, but they're worried about it getting tippy. They think a wider stance is more stable. And we were a little concerned about it, but everybody who's tried it has reported back that it's it's just fine. It doesn't cause any problems. We get better tire wear, and, in fact, the truck is more stable because the axle's not flexing. All right. All right. I appreciate all right. that. Not a problem, buddy. You right. have a good day. You too. All right. All right. What time is it? Uh, Eight
2: fifty-two.
0: Eight fifty-two. We've come pretty close here. Do we have any more questions?
2: You didn't mark it. Okay, you did mark it. Who is it?
0: Six forty-one is new. Let's talk to this guy. We got a few minutes. Are you trying to cut him off?
1: Apparently, I was. You wouldn't do that.
0: (laughs) Let's see who's 60, 641. one. Where is he from? I, uh,
1: I'm going to guess it's uh, Minnesota,
2: California. All right. Hello, six forty one. Yeah, calling from Holland. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of Jamaica, I'm in Holland. And With well,
0: that's excellent. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: this time of the year, Holland would be nice.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's up, buddy? I got. Well, the question is, uh, I I save all my tires and I just pull them off as soon as they get a little bit wacky, and then we run them out in the summertime, huh? Mm-hmm. Run them out in the summertime, and uh, in order, you know, so I have, needless to say, I have a little problem matching them just perfectly. I thought I heard somebody say or you say on the program here. A uh, little time back, that uh, that you can get a little bit of uh, of uh, 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 more circumference you know, by going a little more uh, air in a smaller tire. Is nah, that for you know. real, or or that or that nah. uh, a viable deal? Bogus. Can't get there.
0: The, what you want to try and do is you want to try and match brands of casings next to each other. Because a Michelin casing, even if it's the same height as, let's say, a Bridgestone, under the same amount of weight does not squat the same, doesn't have the same bulge in the side.
1: may and, not have the same actual size of
0: footprint. Right, and or radius. And and trying to guess what the correct inflation is with all the various types of casings you can match up uh, would take an Einstein to figure it all out. So all, all um, I
2: all I use is
0: Michelin.
2: So all you use is Michelin. Okay, all, that's, that's all, all I use, Michelin the xea ones, and so I don't have a problem with that. But okay, you know, still sometimes some are a little more worn than others, and so that's why I was trying to see if I can get them, you know, a little closer maybe. Well, if you're within
0: 4.30 seconds of tread depth it's not going to matter.
2: You say 4? Four? 4. Yes. 4? Oh, okay. Okay.
0: So if if uh, you've got uh, one that's 8, well, put them together it should be okay. Okay? Alright. Thank if you, If you've got one that's 8 and the other one's 6 put them together, it's okay.
2: Alright? Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Bye.
0: You no, have a great day East
2: evening. of you, actually, this Holland. is just east of you. There, little Holland, you know. Little Holland. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You
0: have right. a have a great day.
2: Have a good night, Mike. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Little Holland.
0: Little Holland.
1: <laughs> All,
0: right. All right. It's six been a good one. day.
1: How did I forget the six four one?
0: It's an Iowa code. It's a little Holland it's pella. Do you know what they call a Dutchman with a sex change operation? A conversion van.
2: Hey.
0: <laughs> van Gogh, Van Skoy, Van This. Okay. Yep. Never mind. I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, you have yourselves a good week. We'll see you here next Sunday night, and we will have all of the wrong answers to all the right questions. Bye.